Welcome to the Effective Prayer Strategies Podcast with Prophetess Felicia Carter-Wade. Get ready for principles for a powerful prayer life. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Effective Prayer Strategies Podcast, where we're giving you tools for an effective and powerful prayer life. Hope you're experiencing that. I hope you're experiencing a powerful prayer life as a result of these tools that I've been giving you. Um, I want to pick right back up on where we left off on praying in alignment with God's heart. Last week, we talked about we should be praying from our priestly anointing or our priestly position. The week before, we talked about praying from our sonship praying from the position of sonship. And both of those positions are in alignment with the heart of God. Well, today we're going to talk about praying from our kingship or praying from the kingly anointing or the kingly position that God has placed us in. Now, the scripture reference that I gave you last week goes along exactly with what we are going to talk about this week in our kingly uh, position as well. So we read Revelations chapter 5 verse 8 through 10 and it talks about now when he had taken the scroll the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense which are the prayers of the saints and they sang a new song saying you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe, tongue, and people, and nation. Listen to this. Here's the part. And have made us kings and priests unto our God. And we shall reign on the earth. So here it is where the scripture says in Revelations 5 that God has made us kings and priests unto our God. So he's given us a kingly position. So we know that Jesus is our king. He's the king of kings, right? And the Lord of lords, right? So if he's king of kings, who he's king of kings over? He's our king, right? So in him being that he's seated at the right hand of the father, we are in Christ Jesus. So everything that he has or operate or sits every place that he sits, we are in him so we can obtain it. We can operate in it. Amen. We can have whatever it is that he has. And so in that, just think about that in terms of your prayer life. You need to pray from that position. You need to pray with that mentality. And when you do, your prayers will not be hindered because you're praying in alignment with the position that God has placed you in. Therefore, you can be confident that your prayers are going to be answered. So I want to go further into praying from your kingly anointing or your kingly position. In Job chapter 22, verse 28, it says, you will also decree a thing and it will be established for you. You will decree a thing. You will declare a thing. You will declare it and it will be. It didn't say it might be. It didn't say it's a possibility it would be. It says, whatever you decree, whatever you declare, it will be established for you. So the so light will shine on your ways. That's Job 22, 28. So that's us operating also 
in a kingly anointing or kingly authority. Remember when in the Old Testament, when a king made a decree, it could not be reversed. It had to stand. Remember when King Xerxes made a decree against the Jews in the book of Esther. And in that decree, it gave the enemy the right to attack and take from the Jews. And the decree was made to annihilate the Jews because of Haman, who was a wicked person who hated the Jewish nation. And so because the decree had been made maliciously, even though it was manipulative on how he how he was able to convince the king to make the decree, the fact that the decree went out meant that it could not be reversed. But thank God for the wisdom of God. The king went back once he found out about the the manipulation that Haman was operating in and how he manipulated him to make a decree against God's people. What he did was he made another decree because he couldn't reverse the previous decree. Decrees can't be reversed by kings, but you can make another decree. Right. In order to uh, in order to combat the first decree. So he made another decree and he said, if anybody come up against you, Jewish people, you have the right to defend and to kill your enemies. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So so I, I made a reference to that to help you understand how your kingly anointing, your kingly position operates. You need to have the mentality of that king. That same king that made that decree and it went out throughout the land and it was, it was in stone. You have the authority to make decrees, to make declarations in the earth so that you can get your prayers answered. Amen. God has given us the position as kings and priests. As long as you are decreeing what God has said about uh, you, as long as you are decreeing truth, decreeing the word of God, you're going to have what God's word says. Let me, let me read uh, Mark eleven twenty two. It says, so Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Listen, I want to say to you, have faith in God, have faith in what God's word has said about you. Have faith in the fact that God has made you to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Have faith in the fact that God has given you a position, an exalted position alongside our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Have faith in that word. Have faith in that more than you have faith in your current situation. If it's not favorable for God, he said, have faith in God for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, whoever says to this mountain, not whoever thinks about the mountain, not whoever thinks to the mountain, but whoever says to the mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. He will have whatever he says. Come on. You need to take this principle into your prayer time. You need to take this principle. When you believe in God, you need to open your mouth up and say what you want to happen. Who, whoever says to this mountain, what are the mountains? Are you experiencing in your life? Is it mount, a mountain of debt? Then you need to start saying to the mountain, 
be removed, be cast into the sea, be moved out of my life. Come on. You need to open your mouth up and speak to it. If you know that you are doing all of the things that the father has said for you to do concerning this mountain, you've uh, changed your habits. You changed your ways. You made, you're making better decision. Now you repentant for even getting into debt. Listen, you need to start saying and speaking to it and command it to move. Amen. Amen. So what other kind of mountain are you facing? Speak to it. Say to it. Declare to it. Make decrees about it. And do not doubt in your heart. The Bible says you will have whatever you say. Question. What you've been saying? Some of you have been saying anything. So you're not getting anything. If you're not saying anything, you're not going to get anything. If you're not speaking change, change will not come to you. So whatever you say, so you got to believe it and you will receive and you will have whatever you say. Let me give you four points and then we're going to make some decrees and declarations. But I want to give you these four points and I want you to think about these points and I want you to uh, begin to position yourself concerning these four points. Number one, you must change your mental posture to to reflect your kingly position. I'm going to say that again. You must change your mental posture. Some of you mentally have not accepted your position as a king and a priest unto our God. So you got to change that. You got to renew your mind. You got to think like a king. You got to see yourself as a king. When you begin to envision yourself as a king, your mental posture will begin to change and you'll begin to act like what you are. Act like what God has ordained you to act like and be. Number one, we must change our mental posture to reflect a kingly position. I've never seen a king sitting on the throne in low self-esteem, sitting on the throne being pitiful. When a king takes the throne, it, it, it's a position of authority, of confidence, and everybody in the kingdom sees it. So it's no time for you to be moping around the woe is me syndrome. Oh, I'm trying to get my prayers answered. I'm trying to get this mountain to move. No. Begin to renew your mind and walk like the king that you are. Two, in the kingly position, you have authority. And you have dominion. Many view their situation as having more authority and dominion over you. I believe there are some of you who are viewing your situation and your situation has more authority. is speaking more authoritative to you than you are speaking to it. Your situation is, is, is dominating you as opposed to you dominating it with your decrees, with your faith. With your belief, you're being dominated because you don't have any faith, you don't believe, and you're doubting. You're not operating your kingly authority. So be sure that in your kingly position, you know and understand that you have authority and you have dominion. What is dominion? That means you dominate and you rule over your situations and circumstances by the position that Christ has given you through his authority, in his name, by his blood. Number three, you must make kingly decrees according to the word of truth. 
Don't say what you see. Say what you want to see. Because words are framed. Your world is framed by your words. The Bible talks about how God made the very worlds was framed by the word of God. God framed this world with his words. How much more you frame your world with your words, with your decrees, with your declarations, according to the word of truth. We're not just speaking and saying stuff. We saying stuff accord. We saying according to what the word of God says and what the promises of God is for us as believers. So what are you saying? Is it truth that you're speaking? Or is it your situation that you're speaking? So you got to speak to your situation. You got to speak truth to it and it will change. It must change. So you frame your world with your words. Amen. Amen. Quit speaking doubt. Quit speaking unbelief. Quit speaking what you even are, are, are seeing right now. Listen, there are ways you can speak and talk about a situation without even saying what it is. You can speak what you want it to be. So don't repeat what you have. Speak what you want. Amen. Remind, rem, listen, this is a reminder that your decrees are not at God. We don't decree at God. We decree at circumstances. We make declarations at situations. We speak to situations. We don't decree God. We don't declare at God. He's God. He's already given us authority. He's, he's, he's already given us the word of truth to go at the situations and circumstances. He's God. He moves according to his word. He moves. He hastens his word to perform it is what the Bible says. I will watch for my word so I can perform it. But a lot of times believers are are not speaking that word. So when God is watching for his word, he can't even perform what you're not speaking. Oh my gosh. That, that right there should, you should take that nugget. That'll change your whole perspective. He can't perform. He can't move where there's no movement concerning his word. So if you're not speaking it, how can he perform it? He said, I watch over my word to perform it. So he's watching for his word to be spoken, to be declared so he can come down and make it happen. Amen. So open your mouth up and speak. Some of you have a closed mouth and they said a closed mouth will not be fed. So make your declaration, make your decrees, continue to stand in your kingly authority by declaring and decreeing what God has said. Right? So listen, what if things don't move when you want them to move? Listen, things happen in the spirit realm before they manifest in the natural. So when you speak those words, your words are framing your word. Whether you see something move or not, remember what the word says in Mark, you have to believe and not doubt and you will have what you say. So keep speaking Keep declaring, keep listening for the word, keep decreeing the word and make sure that you and God are still saying the same thing. Keep saying the same thing he's saying. Now, listen, if God tells you to shift, you need to have an ear to hear what, where God is shifting you to so that you can make sure that you are constantly saying what God wants you to say. Amen. So come on, let's do some declarations. Let's do some declarations because I'm going to give you 
practical ways of how to declare and decree over certain subjects that you want to manifest in your life. So here's a kingly declaration. I declare that I am hungry for your word of truth. That's a declaration that I make over my life, that I'm always hungry for the word of truth. Because if you're not hungry for the word, then you're going to dry up. If you're not hungry for the word of truth, you're going to dry up. You're not going to, you're going to, your, your attention and your learning is going to stop. And then the enemy can gain a foothold in your life because you don't have the word. So I make that declaration. I'm hungry for the word of truth. I walk in truth always. Never will I be deceived. I have the spirit of truth. I declare that he, the spirit of truth lead and guide me into all truth. The Lord's truth is my shield and my buckler. That's my declaration. I declare that I hear God clearly. We need to hear God clearly. Make that declaration over your life. That my spiritual ears are open to the Lord's instructions. I have an ear to hear what the spirit of the Lord has to say to me as his child. I declare my spiritual ears are tuned in with heaven's agenda and that I will never be found outside of the will of God for my life. Make that declaration. Because I am in tune with heaven, I declare that I will never live in lack. Listen, when you are in tune with heaven and you hear what God says, lack cannot be in your life. You will never live in lack if you're truly hearing what God says. I declare that I will always live in abundance. Provision is my portion. I never speak lack over my life. Don't ever speak any lack over your life. Come on. I declare that in every area of my life, provision is my portion. The young lions may lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord will not lack any good things. That's Bible. That's Psalm 34 and 10. I'm a seeker of the Lord. I seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And I declare that good things will be added to me. That's the word of God in that declaration. I declare that doors of supernatural grace are open to me, that I experience unusual success in every area of my life. How can I declare that? How can I make that declaration? Because it's found in Psalms 1, and I declare Psalms 1 over my life. Bless is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law, in his word, he meditates day and night, He will be like the tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Put yourself in that decree that whatever I put my hands to, whatever I do, it prospers. I don't sit in the way of the sinner, uh, the scornful. I don't sit in the way of the sinner. My delight is in the law of the Lord, the word of the Lord. I am planted like a tree by the rivers of water and I'm fruitful in everything that I do. That's my portion. That's my declaration. Here's another one. I declare that things are changing for the better for me right now. You got to declare that. Speak that over your life, that things are changing for the better for me. I declare that I'm never stagnant. Come on. I'm not stagnant financially. I'm not stagnant spiritually. I'm not stagnant 
in any area of my life that I'm always moving and I'm always producing, I'm never stagnant. Come on, some of you been stagnant. You need to decree and declare that you're not stagnant, that you're moving and you're producing fruit. I speak forth my increase. I speak forth my healing. I speak forth my deliverance. I declare change for the better. I speak to every dry place that is present and I speak life and water to every dry bone according to Ezekiel 37. Come on. Every dry place come to life. Every dry place begin to move. Every dry bone begin to come together as in Ezekiel 37. So those are examples of decrees that I make and you can decree, make it, listen, cater it or, or categorize it based on where you are in life and your decrees and your declarations may change from season to season. So whatever season that you're in and whatever things that you need to move that you're trying to move through your declarations, just cater the word of God around it and then make decrees over it every day. If your mentality needs to come up, if your thinking needs to come up, make declarations and scriptures around those, uh, those areas and those issues in your life. And you're going to begin to see yourself change. The more you hear yourself make those declarations, the more your mind is being renewed. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you're going to continue to grow, evolve, change. Situations are going to happen. Mountains are going to begin to move. If you make your kingly position in prayer a priority and you operate in that by making your decrees, watch God change your life. And you're going to change your life as you continue to be consistent in Jesus name. Amen. Well, I pray that you've been blessed by this series on praying in alignment with God's heart. If you want more content like this, be sure that you follow. Be sure that you like comment. I want to hear your comment. I want to hear how you are applying these principles to your life. Amen. Don't forget to follow me, like and share. God bless you. We'll see you next time.